your Locked On The Hockey Jets, your daily podcast on the Winnipeg Jets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, friends, and welcome to this episode of the Locked on Winnipeg Jets podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. Thanks for making Locked on Jets your first listen of the day every day. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform of choice, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Megaphone, and Odyssey. Doing so is completely free of charge and ensures you never miss another episode. Most of all, though, we just really love and appreciate your support because you are why we record every day. Thanks for lending us your ears. And on tonight's episode, I thought it would be a little bit of fun to continue our series where we dive into potential 2022 World Cup of Hockey rosters or essentially, you know, whenever the the uh, the World Cup of Hockey might actually return, seeing as how we're not having the Olympics next year. It does seem a bit sensible that the NHL would try a World Cup of Hockey again. The last time they did this, I thought it was actually a ton of fun. Team North America was such a cool idea. Team Europe was honestly a lot cooler than I think people honestly gave them credit for. And while it won't exactly replace the Olympics participation, I do think it would still be a nice step to have and something that would be a lot of fun for uh, fans and for some of the players. You know, it's definitely not like going to the Olympics, and I do think the players are still going to be unhappy about not going But in light of everything that's happened, in light of all of the developments recently, I feel like this is the best alternative. And on previous episodes, we selected two teams, uh, Team Canada and Team USA. On tonight's show, I thought it would be fun to take a little bit of a look into Team Sweden, which this one is going to be one of the tougher squads to form, in part because Team Sweden has a very interesting range of potential options. I think you you have some very clear guys at the top who definitely would qualify, but after that, it might start to get a little bit dicey. There could be some very surprise selections. And some players who I'm thinking may not be, you know, quite NHL uh, regulars when this tournament might arrive, or might even still be considered prospects playing in a junior league, but who might honestly be better options than some of the established veterans and could really surprise in a major international tournament. On this first part, we're going to select a number of forwards, and this is going to be one of the really fun ones because the uh, the, the Swedish national team has a really interesting mixture of, of player types. You've got some really good snipers. You've got some remarkably talented playmakers. It's not quite on the depth level of something like Team Canada. I mean, that's pretty obvious for anyone who's actually seen Canada's roster. It'd be a little bit unfair to try and match this team up exactly, and yet I still think that this squad is going to be very deep and very talented. So at forward, I have a couple of very fun selections. The first guy that we're going to bring on is Philip Forsberg, and I I don't really think that this one needs a lot of explanation. Forsberg has consistently been one of the top scoring forwards for, uh, you know, the the Nashville Predators. Um, Obviously, he's part of one of the most infamous trades in NHL history. It's obviously one the Caps would love to have back, but certainly that's not going to be the case. Forsberg, though, brings an elite release. He's got that high-end acceleration and breakaway speed. He's got great vision, and I honestly think his career numbers have been a little bit depressed because Nashville traditionally isn't a scoring powerhouse, and yet every year he's consistently either the number one scorer on the team or at least somewhere very close to it. Uh, the only guy who's really beat him 
um, more than once or so is uh, Roman Yosi. So in general, you know, everything kind of flows through Forsberg's stick. The next guy that we're going to choose is William Nylander. And I know Nylander for a lot of people is always a very controversial choice. I don't really know why, because when I watch him, I genuinely think he's one of the most talented Toronto Maple Leafs out there. He's kind of like Nikolai Ehlers in that I think a lot of the really slick passes and shooting lanes that he creates with his incredible vision and spatial IQ, I think a lot of it goes unnoticed. And yeah, he might be a little bit soft in the corners and maybe he commits one or two silly turnovers here and there, but overall what Nylander does is just dominate offensively. He's such a creative player in and around the goal crease, and I feel like his vision, his understanding of how to attack space, and how to bring his linemates into better shooting positions just makes him such a valuable asset for all situations play. I don't know if he would be on the penalty kill, but certainly on the power play, he would be a huge asset. And at even strength, you know, no question, he's one of the most creative skaters out there, and I think he would be a major player on that top line. The third guy we're going to choose is Gabriel Landeskog, and I know that Landeskog, you know, he's not like the world's most elite forward. I think his game over the years has definitely evolved through multiple stages. I don't really know what kind of forward he is now. He definitely has a prominent defensive impact, and certainly his scoring acumen is without question. I don't think he's quite on the level for me of somebody like Philip Forsberg. I think Forsberg is honestly more offensively talented. But Landeskog would definitely be one of their top six options. I think they don't really have as many wingers who can be a great transition skater and a great shooter. So, you know, he would probably fill in nicely and really supplement that top six. Yeah, I know, like, he's not the world's most uh, elite skater, but he's been a pretty significant part of the recent Colorado Avalanche core. And with how few elite scorers uh, Sweden is going to have in their top six and top nine, I think he definitely would slide in, and I think he'd be a pretty good player for them. The last forward we're going to choose before we take a quick pause is Mika Zibanejad. And Zibanejad, yeah, you know, this is another guy that I think, in many ways, he's both overrated and underrated at the same time, which I don't really know how that's possible, but that's kind of where he sits with his career, in part because I, I think it's unquestioned that he is an elite sniper. He's got a beautiful release, his skating is excellent, he's got all of the attributes of a really high-end elite scoring forward. The only thing that's really missing with him recently is that his ability to actually drive play like an elite first-line center is kind of missing. In previous years, he definitely was an underrated, underutilized uh, attacking center who could drive transition and be a truly elite playmaker, but in recent times, it feels like he's maybe taken a bit of a step back. You know, he definitely had that peak where he was just shooting at will and scoring on almost every other shot for New York, but, you know, he's still pretty effective. I think he would be a great power play specialist, certainly somebody who can just snipe them from almost anywhere near the face-off circles or inside the slot, and you can probably shield some of his defensive liabilities with some really other skilled centers or uh, you know defensive wingers who can handle more of those duties. We've still got more forward selections for Team Sweden, but before we head on any further, I thought you should hear a little bit about Primal Origins Oils and why they should be your number one choice for all of your beard care needs. Got beard? Get Primal. You heard me right. If you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get primal. Maybe you're that guy who has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with a product. Primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. Their goal is to help others look good and live healthier lives through the use of natural oils. Their products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and with low impact on our planet. Primal Origin Oils makes all the bombs, oils, and whipped butter your beard needs to feel the best around. All products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the USA. 
Be sure to check out their combo kits that make a great holiday gift, and if you're shopping for yourself, you'll be glad you did. Most companies try to focus on fragrance first, and that leads to a product that doesn't feel great on your skin. Primal Origin Oils took a step back and focused on the ingredients first to ensure a product that feels great and still smells fantastic. We know that every company out there claims to have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and feel and beard to the other companies you've used. We promise you'll see and feel the difference. Remember the code Locked On that gets you 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. Again, use promo code Locked On at checkout for 20% off. Go to PrimalOriginsOils.com today. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of the Locked On Winnipeg Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. As you might have already guessed from earlier in the episode, we are currently choosing forwards for a fictional 2022 World Cup of Hockey Team Sweden lineup. We've covered Canada and Team USA in previous episodes. It's now the Swedes' turn, and we've gone through a couple of Swedish forwards that would easily make the cut. We have a few more to go through as well before we move on to the defense and goaltending. One of the other forwards that we're going to be inviting is Elias Pettersson. And if uh, if you've ever watched Pettersson, you know that he, at his absolute best, is, is a purely elite sniper and somebody who's also a very underappreciated two-way center. I think Pettersson's game, it's, it's a very interesting style where he kind of has an ability to sort of dance between defenders, but a lot of what he does tends to be very underrated. I feel like his patience, his composure, and his very good passing choices, um, his his strong possession ability, and the patience that he shows consistently makes him, in some ways, a little bit less flashy than people imagine. And then he suddenly rips off some unbelievable deacon dangle to score, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's what he can do. I don't know that I really have a comparable for how Petrosian plays out there. He's a very different style of center than what I'm honestly used to seeing, and I know that he is having a little bit of a dip in form over the past year or so, but this is a guy that you just want to bet on every time. The kid is one of the most elite centers out there. I think if he was away from Vancouver and kind of the toxicity of that situation, I feel like he would really shine, and I think under Bruce Boudreau, he's got a real good chance to rebound. I'm a big believer in his ability to elevate the play of his line mates, and certainly, you know, that that sniper's release that he has, whether it's at even strength or on the power play, you just really can't undersell it. I mean, it's amazing. He definitely was one of the uh, steals of the draft somehow at pick number, what, was it like five or six? Whatever it was, you know... uh, Vancouver won so big with that pick, and he's been an amazing player, easily one of the most talented Swedish attackers out there, and I genuinely think he would kill it at the uh, the World Cup. We're also going to bring on another player that I think maybe hasn't quite gotten the same attention that he should, but Jesper Brat continues to be one of New Jersey's best attackers. Brat's an amazing attacking winger with a beautiful release, and he just seems to understand how to attack space super effectively. He's fairly elusive and understands how to get in between really good shooting and passing lanes and then just sort of attack the slot area, and he's done it so effectively that he's racked up a ton of points in a relatively short amount of NHL time. I don't know if Brat honestly gets the uh, the attention that he really deserves, in part because, like Dylan Larkin, he's not exactly on the world's best team, but make no mistake, Brat is an amazing attacker, and I, I could easily see him taking a top six role you know, maybe not like a, a first line role, but certainly somewhere in that second or third line option. We're also going to bring on another attacking winger, this one in Niels Hoaglander. And if you've ever watched Hoaglander, another exciting player out of uh, out of the Vancouver Canucks. He's a really interesting attacker. 
kind of reminds me a little bit of Nikolai Ehlers in his elusiveness and his perimeter skating and possession. He's super creative and loves to attack from very strange angles, in part because he just has that great vision. He's got that effortless edge work. He just seems to know how to attack space super effectively. I think his shooting is lights out. His passing is great. His decision-making under pressure, excellent. And he's a bit of a pest. You know, he loves to kind of mix it up physically. And despite being a smaller kid, he just does not really shy or back down from a challenge. And so I really feel like he'd be one of the most effective scorers out there. And if you put him on the top six somewhere, I think he'll do bits. I mean, this kid, he just has every kind of element of a modern attacking winger that you want. Technical skills, physicality, excellent speed, a dominant release. I really don't know what more you could want out of him. He's just awesome. We're also going to bring on another player. This one, a little bit different. We're going to bring on center Joel Eriksson Ek. Eriksson Ek, you know, he's had a very interesting pathway through the NHL. I think a lot of Wild fans were kind of hoping that he would be this elite number one center. And in some ways he is. He kind of has like this Miko Koivu defensive presence very calm, very controlled on the puck. But, you know, the the thing with him that I think has always kind of let him down a little bit is that he just doesn't have, like, elite shooting. It's the one thing that's missing out of his game. He's still capable of scoring tons of goals, and he's racked up quite a few points over his career, but it's not at the level where you look at it and it immediately jumps off the page. I kind of feel like his career arc might be approaching that sort of Eric Stahl territory where he's going to be very underappreciated and underrated for a lot of his career, but his overall impact on the ice and how he can control shifts and just elevate the play of his linemates while also shutting down opposition, it's going to be one of those guys who really goes under the radar. But for Team Sweden, I think he'd be a perfect presence. He could really stabilize uh, your middle six and really shut down on the PK, while also being a really creative playmaker and somebody whose passing and vision could definitely be useful for a Hillglander or anyone else you want to put on his flanks. Speaking of guys that I think have a lot of creativity and could really score from just about any position, we're also going to bring on Lucas Raymond, who's been absolutely on fire ever since joining the Detroit Red Wings. Raymond is definitely in the running for the Calder Trophy. He's an amazing forward, has a brilliant shot. He's constantly attacking the slot, has this creativeness and skill that not many players his age would honestly be able to execute at the NHL level, but Raymond seems to be very physically mature, very skilled, has the work ethic and, and drive to improve, and you know his, his start to the NHL really couldn't be a lot better than it's been. So I would love to see Raymond join. I think he'd be a tremendous asset for Team Sweden, and really the sky is the limit with him. He's almost a point per game in just 31 games into his NHL career, which is absolutely mind-boggling. As far as other forwards are concerned, we could definitely bring on guys like Victor Rosk, Arvidsson, Burakovsky, Bill Carlson. All of these guys would definitely be eligible, Elias Lindholm as well. And I really think you couldn't go wrong with any of them. I mean, there's even guys like Adrian Kempe, who, again, because he plays with LA, I think has been a little bit underappreciated, but there's just so many choices, and it's honestly hard to kind of fill out the bottom of the roster. I think you have a lot of players who could definitely fill uh, very clear roles on the PK and certainly give Team Sweden some really good defensive structure, which is something that they're definitely known for. And then you've got kids like William Eklund and Alexander Holtz, who, you know, while they're not exactly playing a lot of NHL games right now, would possibly be very good options if they were actually getting looks uh, for Team Sweden next year. I did, however, want to turn my attention to the defense and the goaltending, which is going to be a little bit of an interesting choice because Team Sweden just traditionally has such a deep, dominant back end. But before we make our back end selections, I wanted to tell you a little bit about BetOnline.ag and why they should be your number one choice during the holiday season for all of your online betting needs. 
BetOnline has you covered all season for more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues the march to the playoffs. Not into football? No problem, because BetOnline has you covered for all of the other sports action you could possibly want. It should be your number one destination for all your online betting needs. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your very first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Whether you want to play some bets on a Baltimore Ravens game, or you're more interested in who might be your standout scorer from the next Winnipeg Jets outing, BetOnline should be the only place you place your online bets on that next hotly anticipated game. They're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports action, so don't hesitate to sign up today for a free account, and be sure to use promo code LOCKEDON to receive that 50% welcome bonus on your very first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hello friends and welcome back to this episode of the Locked on Winnipeg Jets podcast. We are going through World Cup of Hockey rosters if a theoretical World Cup of Hockey were to occur next year. And we've been going through Team Sweden's roster selection with their forwards. I did also want to select a few defenders and some goalies that I think could definitely contribute. On the offensive side of things for defenders, I'm looking at uh, John Klingberg, Eric Carlson, and Victor Hedman. I think these three guys could be really effective at uh, creating space, attacking, and generally being absolute pests at even strength and on the power play. I'd also be interested in adding uh, Rasmus Anderson and, um, of course, Rasmus Dahlin to this group. I think both of them could definitely contribute in attacking. They have incredible skill on the puck. Their shooting ability is very pronounced. Rasmus Anderson especially likes to be a, a nice all-situations attacker, and good things just seem to happen when he's on the ice. Rasmus Dahlin, of course, is the more technically gifted attacking defender with that effortless skating, a great physicality, great shot. While his start to his Sabres career didn't exactly get off on the best of feet, it did actually start to stabilize, and right now his defensive impact has really improved to the point where he could probably play somewhere in Team Sweden's top four. For those looking for more defensively minded blue liners, you could probably bring on Jonas Brodin, Hampus Lindholm, or Matias Ekholm. It's pretty tough to choose between these guys. I think all of them brings a pretty strong impact in controlling possession and generally being stable defensive presences on the back end. Ekholm, maybe a little bit less so these days. I think his impacts have overall started to fall off. Brodeen and Lindholm are also getting older too, although they're definitely still in, in some pretty prime years. And Lindholm especially, I think, can be a really versatile two-way D with that excellence on even strength on the power play. Whatever situation you want him to play, Lindholm has just traditionally dominated. And with this group, you have such a really good um, mixture of options for your back end. You have a lot of mobility. You have a lot of defensively intelligent skaters. You've got guys who are great on the power play at even strength. You've got booming one-timers, great point shooters, uh, guys who can drop below the face-off circles effectively. Whatever you want out of this team suited in back end, I think they could really supply it. In net, you don't really have as many choices. It's basically down to like uh, Jacob Markstrom, Robin Lerner, and Philip Gustafson. I think all three guys would probably make this roster. Gustafson is very interesting. I know that his tenure with the Ottawa Senators may not look superb yet, but you have to remember Ottawa's roster is extremely poor, and so his overall numbers, and, and certainly given his expectations of what he's supposed to be conceding, I think he's actually done pretty well for himself. Gustafson has a very bright future, and if Ottawa starts to build a team around him that's actually competent and can defend, 
Gustafson might put up some serious numbers. I've been impressed with him every time he's played against the Jets, and it sounds like he has a habit of generally being a wall. So with Gus, there's a lot to like. I think he's got a bright future, but until that time as to where he kind of steals that first starting spot, we've got a couple of definitely established NHL netminders, one of whom could probably have a shot at the Vesna, and that is Jacob Markstrom. Markstrom is sensational. He'd be my number one choice for Team Sweden. I think he'd be a monster in net. He's been excellent for Calgary. He was excellent for Vancouver over the past couple of years. Markstrom, yeah, I don't know what it'll look like next year, but if he continues his current trend and performance, he's awesome. And if Lerner is your backup, I don't really think that's all that bad. Robin, he's not like the world's most elite netminder. I think he's probably a capable starter. Uh, at times, he has shown elite tendencies. Certainly, his big frame and his speed and reflexes are, are excellent, but I don't think he really beats out Markstrom at all. I, I think Jacob is just better all around, and certainly in you know trying to choose this roster, you don't really have a lot of clear-cut candidates for selection. It's pretty stratified. You've got Markstrom as your clear elite netminder. You've got Lerner as a very good number two. And then Gustafson would probably be trying to challenge for one of those spots, most likely the second spot. Now, they could try and bring on Jesper Wallstedt, who's been absolutely insane over in Sweden. I don't know if he's considered ready yet for NHL caliber shooters. He still is like 19 years old, but <laughs> I mean, he looks like he's going to be unbelievable. And by the time that the World Cup of Hockey might actually roll out, you know, Wallstep might be ready to challenge for at least the backup role. He's amazing. His, his physicality, his calmness in net, his patience, his size, his strength, uh, his edge work, and the ability to sort of laterally cut across and basically pick off just about every shot he's unbelievable and I really feel like he will be a challenger for the Vezina uh you know once he joins the Minnesota Wild and really starts to get games he might still be a ways away but if he actually does challenge both Lerner and Markstrom don't be shocked I think he has that potential and I can't wait to see him in the NHL maybe not against the Jets though I'd be curious to know how you would format this Team Sweden roster. It might be interesting to see more prospects fill in over some of the veterans I've already chosen. Be sure to let me know what you would choose at HL Living Loco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. For tonight's podcast, though, that is going to do it. I think I might focus on Team Finland on our next episode, which should be very interesting. Might even have some former or current Jets on that roster, but that is going to do it for tonight's episode. Thanks for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. Be sure to make Locked On Bets your second listen, your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all your favorite podcasting platforms, so be sure to drop them a subscription today. And as always, thank you for listening, have a great night, and go Jets go!